Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. And we have a second series this month for getting along with your boss. We're going to talk about uh, developing an individual development plan. And what an individual development plan is, it's a roadmap for you to work with your boss to make sure that you're performing well or to train you for a new position or a position with more responsibility. Uh, this is something that is ideally done every 90 days. And we're going to walk through the format a little bit of how you will do this with your supervisor if they're willing to do it. And hopefully they will be willing to do it as a portion of your professional development. So the first thing you need to do is talk with your supervisor and make sure it's okay if you sit down every 90 days and go over some goals and plans to uh, develop you, whether it be develop you in position, develop you for a different position, or develop you for more responsibility. So once your supervisor agrees, you set up a time and you come up with something in writing that basically states the objectives that you have. It could come from your job description. It could come from a project you're working on. If you work for a nonprofit, it could be a development goal or an event goal or a programmatic goal, but something that can be quantified, something that you can actually measure. Because if you don't have something to measure, it's really difficult to track your goals. So once you have all your goals in place and they can be quantified and um, they're agreed upon with your supervisor, the next thing you want to do is create uh, two professional goals and two personal goals. So why professional and personal? Well, from Gallup's research of over 133 million people working in the United States, they said they're most engaged when their manager is developing them both personally and professionally. So let's go over the professional goals first. You want to make sure that you have an idea of what you need to do. It could be a deadline for a project. It could be a grant. Um, it could be a successfully doing something with a data system. Um, regardless, we want to use the SMART format. It's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. So when you create your professional goals, Let's say, for example, you're a grant writer and you need to raise $20,000 in the next 90 days. Uh, your specific goal would be bring in $20,000 in the next 90 days. And how will you measure that? Well, you can measure it based on a, fundraise, a grant writer's pipeline. You could measure it upon the grants that you've already submitted and the probability of those grants coming in. Maybe they're a previous funder. Maybe they're a brand new funder. But regardless, you want to make sure that you have a measurable goal. So you could say 5,030 days, 7,060 days, and 10,090 days. So there's milestones that you can track. Is it achievable? Well, yes, because you have a number of foundations or corporations you can write to. Is it realistic? Well, yes, because last quarter I got 20000 or 10000 or last year I got the same amount, so you can talk about how realistic it is. And timely, are you going to update your uh, supervisor weekly, monthly, um, bi-monthly? 
you want to come up with a time where you can monitor activities that will get you those grants. It could be research time, identifying foundations. It could be the number of grants that you write. Um, typically, as a rule, if you're a grant writer, you want to multiply whatever your goal is by four, assuming that one out of four foundations will say yes, which is pretty good in today's uh, grant writing climate. Um, maybe you don't do as well, you're a smaller organization, you can do five times. So if you're trying to raise 10,000, your pipeline should be 50,000. If you're trying to raise 20,000, your pipeline should be 100,000. Well, let's talk about a personal goal and using that SMART acronym to do a personal goal. Let's say you wanted to lose weight this year. Let's say you wanted to learn an instrument. You wanted to finish a book. Um, let's say there's a project that you want to finish in your house. What's the specific goal? I want to organize my garage so I can fit my car in there. Um, and then what's measurable by April 1st or by May 1st. So is that achievable? Yes, because if I spend the next four Saturdays working on my garage, I can do it. Is it realistic? Yes, because I have two hours every Saturday to devote. And what's the time frame? Well, I'm going to clean out fourth of the garage this Saturday. Two Saturdays from now, I'm going to clean out the second quarter of the garage and really have specific measurements and milestones. So when you go back to meet with your supervisor after 90 days and say, okay, how did the plan go? You can really talk about the details of your plan. Well, here's my SMART goal, and here's the timelines that I set up. I made this timeline, I missed this timeline, I made this timeline, and then what's the result? Did you get that $20,000 in or $10,000 in? What happened? What could you have done differently? And then create new goals for the next 90 days. So how does that help? Well, if you want to get along with your boss, knowing that you're doing things to outperform your expectations, knowing that you're increasing your communication and transparency to make sure your relationship is strong, really helps getting along with your boss. Moreover, they'll see things that you're doing and maybe you can teach others to do the same, or maybe there's something you can do a little differently. If you're reviewing it every 90 days or if you're doing weekly meetings or monthly uh, report ins on how the goals are going, then it gives a supervisor time to coach and train. And that's really valuable and prevents you from making mistakes or delaying results based on uh, a practice that may be inefficient or not effective. So a lot of companies do annual reviews. They wait 12 months. They give you the review maybe two months after your one year because they're busy, then they have to remember, what well, what did he or she do for the last 12 months? And what were the milestones? And what were successes? And what was failures? And what do I need to do? Well, in this particular situation, when you're reviewing goals every 90 days, you get a lot of data, a lot of input, a lot of training. So when that annual review comes along, you have a lot to talk about and there's no surprises. Now, let's say your organization doesn't believe in annual reviews and some organizations don't. That's okay. Let's say they don't do performance evaluations either because some organizations don't want to do performance evaluation. That's okay. As competitive as the job market is, you still want to make sure you're engaged and outperforming in what's expected of you. And in order to understand what's expected of you, like we talked about last time, you really need to have a strong relationship with your supervisor. Well, what happens if your supervisor just doesn't have the time or isn't interested in this process? What do you do? Well, you can do it on your own. You can create goals on your own. You may have a coworker, a family member, a partner at home that you may want to review things with. You can still develop yourself 
without a supervisor actually participating. You can create the goals. You can create the measurable milestones of how you're going to track these goals. Again, two of them are personal, so it's really your choice. Two of them are professional, which should align with your job duties and responsibilities. But this is something you can do on your own, develop yourself uh, as you go. And then if your boss comes, hey, what's happening with this or what's happening with that project? You kind of have a journal of, well, here's how I've been developing myself. These are the goals that I've set. These are the milestones that I've won. These are the milestones that I've lost. And you have a really clear record to show your boss if they ask. And if not, you're developing yourself, which is invaluable, not just for where you work, but if you want to change positions or change companies, you know how to develop yourself and outperform uh, what is expected of you. And that's really important. If you have issues where you're just not sure how to develop yourself or you're not sure how to set a goal, why don't you reach us on our website at www.help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S, Dot org, reach out to us and ask us some questions and we will definitely bring it up on our future podcasts to help you or contact you directly and give you coaching for free on what you can do for developing yourself in position and improving the relationship you have with your boss. Well, I hope this short time was helpful to you. Uh, please let us know if you have any successes uh, following some of these ideas as it relates to an individual development plan. We appreciate you listening today. Again, you're at the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. We look forward to listening to you soon. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, Intellectual Property of Hunger for Success. All rights reserved, 2019.